Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. to the Athletic Baseball Show here on the Athletic Podcast Network. I am Andrew Ellis, senior writer with the company here with Jake Kaplan, our Houston Astros beat writer. We are here at Minute Maid Park uh, about an hour or so after the Astros lost a game that felt like it took three weeks, uh, 6-2 to the Atlanta Braves. Uh, Jake, the Astros have lost, what, five home World Series games in a row? Yeah, I think you're right. Right? That's a lot. Four in, in 2019. Yeah. And then game one. So game five of the 2017 <laughs> World Series yeah. uh, was their last one. So it's been, it's been a minute. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I think it's probably randomness, but yeah. it's definitely weird. Well, this is uh, this was an interesting game uh, for a few reasons. It'll be helpful to have you on because obviously you covered Charlie Morton when he was here in Houston. Um, you know, the main, the biggest takeaway is that Charlie Morton, you know, fractured his leg here in the uh, in the second inning, I guess, and then he sort of was unable to keep pitching in the third. He will be out for the rest of the series, and that sort of takes away a very, very uh, valuable part of the Braves' rotation. Uh, they only really have three starting pitchers they trust. Now they're down to two. Um, but before we get too deep into, you know, kind of the, the, the matchups and everything moving forward for the rest of the series, what is up with Framber Valdez? Why, what, why is he vacillating between incredible and terrible this I, postseason? I don't think I've ever seen him give up that much hard contact mm-hmm. in that short a span of time. Like, he's definitely had some, some bad starts over the years, but Two innings with like six balls, like absolutely destroyed, and then several others that were hit pretty hard as well. I mean, he was falling behind pretty much every hitter, 2 0, 3 0, it felt like. Um, you know, I don't, he's throwing a changeup to Duvall in the third inning. His changeup's just like far and away, third best pitch. Um, yeah. He, d- he doubled up on it too. It was change, change. Was it? Yeah. I, I don't really get that one. Yeah, he, he's hard to figure out. He's, he's, he's an enigma, like I said. Like, the amount of hard contact because he yeah. didn't even I think he had one walk but like usually when he falls apart it's like three walks and three mm-hmm. hits not eight hits when he looks good what does he look like strike one strike uh-huh. two ground ball mm-hmm. out uh, he's saving himself with with double plays mm-hmm. has enough control of his curveball where he's he's getting swing and misses with it which he got a few but I mean he didn't have sinker command or curveball command for most of it so he's essentially a two pitch guy right. I mean you could argue the curveballs has different forms and maybe it's multiple pitches, but he needs those two. He needs to throw those two where he wants them for to be successful. Yeah, and so it's it's an issue for an Astros team, right? Which is already sort of short on starting pitching. Lance McCullers is out. Uh, they're going to line up Jose Arquiti for Game Two. Lance McCullers, not Lance McCullers, excuse me, uh, Luis Garcia. Uh, Luis Garcia, who was actually very good this year, will be there for Game Three. And who is Game Four? You know, Jake Odorizzi pitched tonight. Yeah, but they pulled him after one time through, uh-huh. which suggests that they want to have him available for so, right. two so, or three more innings then. 
So I think it could be an, a Granky opener, right. a Javier opener, or an Odorizzi opener. Right. How does that – so pushing forward, I guess, like as you sort of spin this beyond, how do you feel like the Astros pitching will match up over the next four or five days? You know, Urquidy's interesting because he's really good, but we haven't seen him much lately. Uh-huh. He's pitched once this postseason, and it was a really terrible start in Boston. I think he lasted one inning or one and two-thirds. So you don't exactly know what you're going to get there. Like on paper, he's very good, and he's he can get righties and lefties out. But again, you know, second start since October third. Garcia should be good, especially on extra rest. He usually does really well on extra rest. Although one thing that's interesting about their decision to go Arquiti two or Garcia three is Garcia is way better at home than on the road. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm thinking there that they didn't want to give Arquiti like ten days between starts right. again, and also they didn't want. The Jordan Alvarez, Kyle Tucker, Michael Brantley outfield behind the one of the most extreme flyball pitchers in baseball. Right. But Garcia is a flyball pitcher as well. So, right. th- so that's interesting. Feels like they kind of have to win game two. Um, yeah. And on the flip side, it kind of felt like the Braves had to win game one mm. as soon as Morton got went out. Because mm. I don't think they could afford to lose Morton and lose the game. Well, especially when you have a five-run lead. Yeah. Right? Like, that's, that's devastating. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Atlanta... You know, I hadn't watched a ton of them this year um, before, really, the postseason, uh, mostly because I just don't watch baseball anymore. <laughs> um, but You'd the, watch the Atlanta Hawks more this year. No, I, I don't watch sports. Oh, okay. I mostly read books. Uh, I sit <laughs> on my couch and read books. It's a very nice life. Um, the Atlanta team, so, like, obviously the, the numbers on them is they are an 88-win team. They do not play like an 88 they no. are probably closer to a true talent, 95 to 180. Which is they, what the Astros were. Right. I mean, this is a very, very fair fight. And the Astros, you know, are obviously, like, battle-tested. There's no reason to rule them out. But Atlanta is very, very tough. As you saw, their lineup is deep. They have a lot of guys who can hurt you. Um, the work that Alex Antopoulos did at the deadline, getting, you know, basically four starting outfielders, right? Jock Peterson. Um, Jorge Soler, Adam Duvall, and uh, Eddie Rosario. That's really the reason they're here. Yeah, I mean, they're right, right. It's like, the, you know, that's the reason they're here. And so you see, you know, uh, Duvall and Soler went deep tonight. Rosario made a couple of nice plays in the field. Um, it, you know, it sets up to be a pretty interesting, you know, rest of the week and, and you know, rest of the series. Um, are you able to put in perspective why teammates like Charlie Morton so much? He's an awesome guy, and he's he's very much just like your normal guy. Like he doesn't mm. like when you talk to him, you don't feel like he's a baseball player. You know, I mean, at the time I covered him, he hadn't accomplished nearly as much as he's accomplished now. Although the second, you know, the first season I covered him in 2017, he ended up closing out the World Series. But he's just like your normal guy. He's super friendly. He cares about everyone. Like he's one of those players, and and you know, it seems like they're few and far between now who actually like you know, asks you how you're doing and, yeah. and knows your name. And, right. you know, I would say he's one of the best people I've covered mm-hmm. uh, in the six years I've been down here in Houston. So, you know, I'm sure in the Astros dugout, just as, you know, maybe not just as much, but, at, you know, yeah. a lot, uh, you know, they were probably hated to see what happened too. And, you know, it's kind of obviously, especially when it's like a fluky thing like that, or right. it's just a, a hard ground ball or, or comebacker. And it didn't look, at the time, like anything was up, and then all of a sudden, right. he's just out. <laughs> right uh, after striking out two guys on a broken leg. So yeah, he he's, he reminds me of like a right-handed Rich Hill mm-hmm. in a way, like you know, sort of similar career path, 
similar yeah. way to like people talk about him. Uh, you know, uh, a little more coherent in interviews. Uh, you know, I don't think Rich will be offended you know, <laughs> to know that he can he can kind of get in the vortex. Um, it is interesting now that Atlanta, you know, moving forward, they're not going to have Morton. They have Ian Anderson, who Brian Snicker very clearly does not trust in the way that he trusted Morton and Max Freed. They have. Uh, Essentially, they were they ran a bullpen game uh, against the Dodgers, and that they're going to have to set up, you know, a bullpen game at some point here, if not several. Their bullpen's been good, but it's also you know not as deep as the Dodgers. I, you know, do you feel like what you saw from the Houston offense tonight is a cause for concern? Just one loss. I mean, Altuve obviously his numbers have been kind of in the toilet, but also yeah. his hits have been very meaningful. So yeah, I mean, it's weird. He had a like a. He had like three hits in the ALCS, but yeah. two, two monster game time right. home runs. <laughs> right. And then he was pretty terrible. He was over five with three Ks, I think. And I think Bregman had over four with two Ks. Yeah. But, you know, at the same time, like, Brantley has three hits, two against the lefty, which he hasn't, I don't think he's done that all year. Yeah. Tucker had two. Guriel had inches away from a home run. So I don't think it was much there on like a macro level, but Altuve's, I think, probably a little bit more cause for concern than, you know, if we're looking at individual guys. Especially when they're already playing with you know an empty spot in the nine hole, basically, mm, and and in the NL right. games they're going to have two empty spots with right. Maldonado and a pitcher. So right. you know it's going to put a lot of pressure on their top seven. Kyle Tucker was like the best hitter in baseball in the second half. Why does he bat like seven? Yeah, six now. Six, Dust, okay. Dusty's moving him up. Okay, he's slowly getting there. <laughs> slowly getting there. He had the best OPS all season, like for the season of any player who made the playoffs. <laughs> So, so why is he bat six? <laughs> it's a great question. Yeah. I think it's just a product of where he started. Sure. And them not really wanting to mess with Altuve right. Bregman. Right, right. Uh, there was a few weeks ago I was like, especially against lefties, like Brantley has like a five-something OPS against lefties. Mm-hmm. Like you got to switch them, right? Yeah, like two right. seven. Mm-hmm. And, but they just, you know, Dusty just same lineup every day basically. Mm. It's old that, school. That feels no, I, I don't know if I like that. It's not optimizing the lineup. Uh, how much it matters, I don't know, but it, it's not optimizing it. Yeah, that seems like a that seems like a switch that wouldn't be difficult to. That's it's one thing if you're benching Brantley, right? You're just saying no. You're, you're not hitting well against these types of players, right? So, or you could even do like Altuve, Bregman, Alvarez, Correa, uh-huh. Tucker to get Correa up one spot. You know, because uh-huh. um, Alvarez and Tucker both hit lefties. Great, right? You know. What is the uh, the Jordan Alvarez defensive experience going to be like? He's okay. Yeah. He's not good, but like <laughs> there's only like one or two times I can remember this year where he he messed up or like there was a ball where it's like, oh, Brantley would have gotten that. Uh-huh. It's not, you know, he's he's adequate. Mm-hmm. Um, so okay, I think the bigger thing is Tucker in center, Brantley in right is like two guys out of position. Like, Tucker's not a center fielder. Right. He did mess up a ball in San Fran when they played there in July. Uh-huh. And Brantley's not a right fielder. Uh-huh. Yeah, and and uh, Atlanta does have a fairly expansive park. So there's some there's some crevices there where it's going to get lost. Yeah, it's a baseball stadium. It's big. Uh, it's, it's in uh, unincorporated Cobb County, but everyone uses Atlanta as the dateline. But it's not Atlanta. It's really closer. I think I think the town's pronounced Smyrna. Oh, fun um, name. So Cool. Uh, yeah, have you ever been? Yeah, they went for a two-game series in 2017 over July 4th. Where'd you eat? I remember having a pizza at the Battery. 
that I brought to the park. Other than that, I don't remember. What a life. It was it was a weird series. It was uh, right before the All-Star break, and Correa broke his thumb sliding into Tyler Flowers' catching gear. Wow. Yeah. Where does the time go? Yeah. So it's nice to think about, you know, these are the milestones in your 20s. <laughs> what has been your impression? Uh, I know it was only one game, but I imagine you watched a little bit of the NLCS. What, what have you thought of Atlanta? You know, I didn't. I think I underestimated their lineup. Like you were yeah. saying earlier, they are deep. They don't have a dead spot. Everyone can. It's just not the names. But yeah. like every time I see Travis Darnot, he does something. Mm-hmm. You know, or Adam Duvall. Yeah. So I think that that was my biggest impression. I mean, the bullpen. I don't know. Like Will Smith, I felt like he was going to blow the game as soon as he came in. <laughs> like I, I was like, this is not over. Yeah. Um, but Minter was great. I mean, Luke Jackson handled them, and he's he struggled so. It's, their bullpen is interesting. I mean, Matzik has been the guy for them, uh, but he was not, you know, Alvarez got him. Yeah. Um, you know, but also, like, Jackson had been kind of close to unpitchable in, in times in the NLCS, and he was good. Yeah, know? like, when he brought him out for a second inning, I was like, you really want to push your luck here? Yeah, it's, like, it's uh, yeah. And, and the thing about the lineup, I know I've, I've I maybe mean, said this already on this podcast, I know I said it last week, but just, like, one through eight in the AL nine is a good baseman. Like yeah. they do and like this is no offense to Martin Maldonado. He's obviously very valuable based on what he does with the plate, but he's not a hitter. No. The Braves have a lineup where everyone is a hitter. And even if Travis Darno's numbers this year are not, you know, up to his normal standard, he is a guy who can do things. And you know, when you have Dancy Swanson as your eight or nine hitter, and he's a league average hitter, you know, like a hundred OPS guy. I mean that's just hugely valuable. And so um, yeah their lineup doesn't exactly quit in any spot, which makes it kind of hard to have. They, sh- they should have scored more than five runs off Valdez. Yeah, they like, didn't play particularly well. <laughs> even, like, Dansby Swanson had the homer, the, yeah. the fly ball to the deepest part of the park. Yeah. Uh, Freeman had that out that Altuve uh, gobbled up in the first. Like, there was there was two balls crushed that, yeah. that were out, so it could have been even worse for Valdez. Yeah. But, yeah, they didn't really add on after after the, uh, the Astros' bullpen came in. It's, that's been a big surprise for me is how well the Astros' bullpen has pitched. This, these last two rounds, like there was the clear weak spot coming into the playoffs, and you know, Jacob Derizzi threw up zeros. Yeah. Phil Maton, after like a very whatever regular season, has has been great. Um, you know, they're they're you know, I feel like they're due for some regression, but <laughs> I haven't seen, I haven't seen it yet. I mean, we're we're pretty deep into the season, so there's only so yeah. much regression you can have. Someone was tweeting like, you know, like the the Braves have lost Mike Soroka and Ronald Acuna. And now they've lost Charlie Morton. I was kind of like, yeah, but they're also like three wins away from winning the World <laughs> Series. So it's kind of like, yeah, those injuries hurt, but like, yeah. they're also very close to winning the World Series. Yeah, I mean, you could play the Justin Verlander card too, right? Well, yeah, I mean, you can do it with every team. Yeah, it's just, like, just kind of like a weird way to frame it. Like, ah, maybe the regression's coming. It's like, yeah, definitely. Maybe after game eight. <laughs> what uh, What are you looking for? Urquidy. I mean, just the unknown of, like, he hasn't pitched here since October 3rd, the regular season finale that didn't matter. Um, he missed... Good chunk of the season with shoulder issues. When he's on, like he's got four good pitches. Yeah. Um, you know, he's better against lefties than he has righties, which you know I guess that's probably not an issue here. But um, you know, against righty heavy teams like the White Sox, yeah. why he didn't pitch that series. Right. Uh, so that's I think that's it. I mean, they they need someone who can hold the Braves offense down for the first four or five innings, right. even if it's just two times through the order. Right. Because um, right. you know, there's an off day. You can use everyone in your yeah, bullpen. You 
lived, yeah. yeah. Are you kidding me? Was Raygun Game 4 of the World Series? 2019, right? yeah. 2019, kind yeah. of came out of nowhere. Yeah, it was five, five I think it was five innings, yeah. four or less of two hits. Right. Um, he was a rookie who was supposed to be, like, at his innings limit, like, a month earlier. Right. <laughs> right. And, he, yeah, he, I mean, that was a swing game. Right. Up until Game 7, right. he lost. Right. Um, yeah, and he's really good. Like, great command, except for in Boston, he walked three guys. Yeah. So. Um, I don't know. Maybe home home field will do better for him with than the road did, but that's what I'm looking for most. I, you know, I don't think their offense is gonna. You know, their offense is, is good. Like they're, right. they're gonna be. They're gonna hit. They will. Yeah, you would you would think that. I mean, I don't know. I just spent like half a month watching the Dodgers, so like I'm not necessarily <laughs> sure that I believe that good good offenses will just start hitting it. But I I don't know. I don't know. I've got Dodger brain. It's really well, messed with. The Astros like will do this thing in the regular season where you're like, oh, this, there's something off with their offense. It's not going to work. Yeah. And then the playoffs start, and it's like 10 right. runs a game. Right, right. So Astros' brain is maybe very yeah. different. Yeah, Dodgers right now you're, you're, like, you're sort of optimistic about how all of a sudden the offense is going to perform. Whereas the Dodgers are just like, how are they going to not get this guy in from third base yeah. yet again? I, I'm, I'm curious to see. Like, I don't think Max Fried's faced any of them outside of Marwin Gonzalez and Zach Greinke. Right. So... Uh, <laughs> That'll be interesting. Um, you know, I, what was he like in his last start? I think I was called the end of it. Yeah, he was fine. But it wasn't like it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't particularly. I mean, they, it was a game that the Braves, you know, they had Max Free going against the Dodgers bullpen game, which um, you know the Dodgers bullpen was incredible. So maybe that's not the advantage that it looks right. like. But you know, the, the Dodgers got to him and you know kind of took care of business, and so it would you know force us all to fly across the country to Atlanta. <laughs> uh, you know, not the not that I wanted to go home and make sure my cat was alive. Um, so, yeah. So, he was he was fine. I mean, I think he was better uh, in game one. You know, he, he, was, he was getting a lot of quick outs, a lot of, you know, soft contact, um, you know, throwing his curveball for strikes. Uh, you know, but it's all, you know, like he's, he's, a, he's been a very good pitcher this year. I think he's had like five ERA since August, if, I'm, if okay. I'm getting that right, you know, which is very low, one five. That's, yeah, that's, that's under, a low number. You know, what you would what you would consider good. Um, so it, it goes well as an interesting matchup, you know. I, I, I don't know. I've been watching a lot of the Braves. They're, they're a good club. Do they change their lineup? Or is it- yeah, yeah. So uh, if there's a right-hander on the mound, uh, Rosario will probably lead off. Um, but may, I mean, maybe not because you know that that'll be interesting because um, Solaire was the leadoff hitter going into you know kind of through the NLDS, but then Solaire you know contracted COVID and so he was out for most of the NLCS. They installed Rosario as the leadoff guy, and Rosario is like the best hitter on the planet. Right. Um, so you know, it's a question of do you want to go back to the formula that you know you were riding up until this point do you want to give more at bats to Rosario when he's just in a freaky zone I don't know I'm curious but they, and a reverse split starter with Urquidy right yeah. and you saw what Solaire did just you know park one of the seats so you know, yeah. it's, uh, you know he's been he's been pretty good it, it, it'll be interesting they don't do a ton of switching they kind of you know like they had Jock Peterson starting against the left or from Valdez, but that I think that was probably related to the DH right more than anything else so well, and he got a hit right yeah amazingly Yes, Jock got a hit off a lefty, uh, which, you know, that's when I knew it was the Braves night. Um, so it, it, it'll be interesting, but it's mostly, um, you know, it'll be mostly the same dude. So. Two set lineups. Yeah, basically, basically. Well, Jake, thank you for doing this. My uh, pleasure. This was fun. Uh, we'll let you go back to finish writing. DOB is 
uh, hammering out his story right now. We'll probably have him on for uh, before Game 6. If there is a Game 6, I think there's going to be a Game 6. Anyway, um, thank you all for listening. Be sure to tune in next Wednesday for more postseason baseball coverage. You can download the Athletic Baseball Show. Uh, it's episodes on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.